Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're in tune to Jazz in the AM. I'm your host, Kevin Lawrence, and I'll give you a special blend of straight-ahead jazz, mixed in with a little bit of fusion, and smooth jazz for your listening pleasure. This is Jazz in the AM on KJazz.
Began the show with a little smooth jazz by Mr. Brian Culberson. And the name of that cut is entitled On My Mind. Brian Culberson is a native of Decatur, Illinois. little smooth jazz in the mix. Here's music by Cannonball Adderley getting into some straight-ahead jazz. And this is from an album entitled Something Else on the Blue Note label. And the name of this cut is entitled One for Daddy-O. That's Cannonball Adderley on Jazz in the AM, on KJazz, on MyCityMyMusic.com. Thank you. 
That's the music of Cannonball Adderley, one of the more underrated alto saxmen in the history of jazz, with a cut entitled One for Daddio from the Something Else album on the Blue Note label. And the personnel on that cut, Cannonball Adderley alto saxophone, the Prince of Darkness Miles Davis trumpet, Hank Jones piano, Sam Jones bass, and Art Blakey on drums. Cannonball Adderley, one of the more underrated alto saxmen in the history of jazz, was a former Miles Davis sideman. This guy also taught music at a Fort Lauderdale, Florida high school. And he had a brother named Nat Adderley, who was a pretty good songwriter and who also played the cornet. And let's take a look at the, at the jazz in the AM jazz note. Route 66 Jazz Orchestra will be performing at Jazz at the Bistro on Thursday at 7.30. Then... 
Don Weber and friends, one of my favorite local bands, they will be performing at Jazz at the Bistro on the 18th, 18th through the 19th. And then Terrence Blanchard, featuring the E Collective, will be performing at the Grandel Theater at 7.30. For ticket information, dial 571-6000. Jazz at the Bistro is at 3536 Washington Avenue. Right now, here's music from one of the more or I should say a living legend. This guy is one of the few jazz musicians still around from the bebop era. This is Sonny Rollins, and the name of the cut is entitled Doxy. Here's Sonny Rollins on Jazz in the AM, on KJazz, on My City, MyMusic.com. Thank you. 
Recorded live somewhere in the universe, that's music by a living legend, Mr. Sonny Rollins, and the name of the cut is entitled Doxy. It features Sonny Rollins on tenor sax, Don Cherry on cornet, Bob Cranshaw bass, and Billy Higgins on drums. Sonny Rollins used two of Ornette Coleman's sidemen, Don Cherry and Billy Higgins. Now, Sonny Rollins has recorded over 60 albums as a leader, and some of his songs, such as Olio, Doxy, and Arrigan, are jazz standards. And also, this guy performed at the Two Hill on the campus of the University of Missouri at St. Louis. And let's take a look at the time. Let's check out the time. It is 27 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. The jazz continues right now. What we're going to do, we're going to give you a double dose of Art Farmer and Benny Golson and their Jazz Tet. And the first cut we're going to give you by Jazz Tet is called I Remember Clifford. Then we're going to then we're going to follow that up with Killer Joe. And also we will play the same song Killer Joe by Quincy Jones. Here's Art Farmer and Benny Golson's Jazz Tet on Jazz in the AM on K Jazz on My City mymusic.com
The music of 27-time Grammy winner Mr. Quincy Jones with his reading of Benny Golson's Killer Joe. And right now we're going to get into some music by native St. Louis and Mr. Oliver Nelson and his septet. This is Oliver Nelson's more popular cut, Stolen Moments. Oliver Nelson on Jazz in the A.M. On KJazz on MyCityMyMusic.com. Huh? Yep. Well, he's Quincy Jones. Well, he's good too. I. No. Yeah. Dickhead to some, genius to others. So you want to get him on? We'll try to get him on June Okay. Right? 
He should be in his 70s. Oh, really? Yeah. Good. He said, call him like the week before. Okay. Yeah, that was his Okay, hold on.
The music of St. Louis's own Oliver Nelson and his septet from the Blues and the Abstract Truth CD. That is his most popular cut, Stolen Moments. Oliver Nelson was a native St. Louis, and he died of a heart attack back in 1975. He did the music. He did the theme song of the old Ironside television series back in the 1960s. And also, he attended Lincoln University, my old stomping ground. And he played in the George Hudson Band. He was an alto saxophonist. Here's music from The Ageless Wonder. Mr. Roy Haynes, Sugar Ray is the name of the cut. This cut was recorded back in 1958. Here's Roy Haynes on Jazz in the AM on KJazz on MyCityMyMusic.com.
That's music by the ageless wonder Roy Haynes, a guy who is still performing at the age of 93, former sideman for Charlie Parker and Sarah Vaughn. Sugar Ray is the name of the cut. That's a cut that he released back in 1958. That is from the We Three album, and it features Roy Haynes on drums, Phineas Newborn Jr. on piano, and Paul Chambers on the bottom on bass. Speaking of Paul Chambers, here's music from Miles Davis's longest reigning sideman. Here's Paul Chambers and his quintet with a cut entitled I Heard That. Paul Chambers on Jazz in the AM on KJazz on MyCityMyMusic.com.
That's the music of Miles Davis's longest-running sideman, Mr. Paul Chambers, with a cut entitled I Heard That. That's a Paul Chambers quintet. And Paul Chambers was a sideman for Miles Davis from 1955 to 63, and he also was a member of the Wynton Kelly Quintet. Well, the Wynton Kelly Trio, I stand corrected, That was a band that consisted of Wynton Kelly on piano, Paul Chambers bass, and Jimmy Cobb on the skins on drums. Paul Chambers died of tuberculosis back in 1969. He had a big problem with booze and heroin. And here's music from a legend, John Coltrane. This is music from his Giant Step CD back in 1959. Mr. PC, this is a cut that is in honor of Paul Chambers. Here's John Coltrane on Jazz in the AM on KJazz on MyCityMyMusic.com.
That's the music of John Coltrane from his 1959 album, Giant Steps. PC, Mr. PC is the name of that cut. This cut is in honor of Paul Chambers. And the personnel on the cut, John Coltrane, tenor sax. Tommy Flanagan on piano. Paul Chambers is on bass on this cut. Art Taylor on drums. And it is 17 minutes, 18 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. You're in tune to Jazz in the AM. I'm your host, Kevin Lawrence. And right now, what we're going to do, we are going to give you a mini tribute to my main man, Sly Stone. And we're going to play some jazz readings of some of Sly Stone's hits. And the first cut we're going to play is Victor Wooten's version of If You Want Me to Stay. Thank you for letting me be myself again. Here's Victor Wooten of Bella Fleck and the Fleck Tones with his reading of two Sly Stone classics on Jazz in the AM on KJazz on MyCityMyMusic.com. Vic, you done stepped into my territory now, boy. I said, 
One time. One little bitty time. One little bitty time. That's funky, ain't it? Fred, we, we jamming like Marceau, Marceau. We just hit that mute button. It's still funky, though. Band, one time. That's music by Bella Fleck and the Fleck Tones' bass man, Victor Wooten, with his reading of Sly's If You Want Me to Stay, Thank You for Let Me Be Myself Again. A little tribute to Sly Stone. Here's a cut that Sly recorded on his stand album Sex Machine with Sly's ex-bass player Larry Graham with Stanley Clark, recorded live in Japan back in 1985. Here's Stanley Clark with Larry Graham, Sex Machine on Jazz in the AM on KJazz on MyCityMyMusic.com.
That's the music of Stanley Clark and Larry Graham, Sly Stone's ex-bass player, with their version of Sly's Sex Machine, recorded back in 1985 in Japan. Larry Graham, Sly's bass player from 67 to 72. Stanley Clark, the original bass man for Return to Forever, was a sideman for Stan Getz. We're going to play two more songs in our mini-tribute to Sly Stone. Here is Lee Rittner with Sly's You Caught Me Smiling." Captain Fingers, Lee Rittner on Jazz in the AM on K-Jazz. We're going to play two more songs, then we're going to get into a discussion. Folks, should the N-word be taken out of songs? That's going to be kind of hard. You're talking about censorship there, but we're going to talk about it. We may not be able to solve it, but we're going to try. Here's Lee Rittner on Jazz in the AM on KJazz on MyCityMyMusic.com.
looking for some fun and excitement this summer? Visit Gateway Paintball Park, the only park in St. Louis. Open play every Saturday and Sunday from 10 to 4. We're open seven days a week for your private event. We're located in beautiful Bridgeton, Missouri, minutes from anywhere. Check, check out our upcoming events on our Facebook page. You can contact us at gatewaypaintball.com or 314-298-3772. Gateway Paintball, the ultimate adrenaline rush you won't ever forget. Official sponsor of MyCityMyMusic.com. May 19th at the Firebird, 2706 Olive, downtown. We are celebrating My City, My Music Radio, 4th anniversary, headlined by Fresco Kane. Performances by Retro Champ, Fever, YB Swag Turf, Lil Saucy, Lil Weapon, Platinum Squad, and more. Get at Tweezy Design on Facebook. Or just hit me up at 314-339-9580. Hey, my, my music.com is going down. It's going down. Well, that ended our mini tribute to Sly Stone. That was Maceo Parker with his reading of Sly's End Time, a cut that Sly recorded on the Fresh album back in the day in 1973. And before that, you heard Captain Fingers, Lee Rittner, with his reading of Sly's You Caught Me Smiling." We're going to shift gears right now. We're going to get into some political talk with the Miller Brothers. Uh, 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 what up, what up, what up, Country P? Okay, and we have a kinfolk of the Miller Brothers. What it do, y'all? This is your boy, Rod. All right, Rod. Rod in the bill. All right. That's blood. And what we're going to talk about now, we are going to talk about taking the N-word out of music. That is a very touchy subject. I mean, that's like censorship, but the N-word is very touchy to African Americans because it's a very derogatory term, and a lot of African Americans who are called that want to get up and bust a person in the mouth. But uh, what do you guys think about that? I mean, me personally, it... It's used derogatory at times, but then they try to flip it and make it where it's all good to use it. But ain't no way possible for you to take the N-word out of anything and think you're going to make money because people feed and bow negativity. So, I mean, each his own, but if you ask me, it really stands for not intentionally going to get attention. Mm-hmm. So... You can take it for what it's worth, or you can act just like the idiot using it and try to go off about it. But I just feel like this way. We fought so hard to try to get that word out of our vernacular. I even hate it whenever we call each other that word. I mean, that that, that dates back before either myself or you were 16th century. It came out, so, I mean, it's... It's kind of like history repeats itself all over again, just a modern version. Because the original spelling was necro, which means dead. N-I-G-E-R. Okay. Yeah, then became N-I-G-G-R, 16th, 17th century. 18. And very derogatory term, calling the slaves that word and what have you. But I hate the word myself. You know, I hate it when we call each other that. I mean, it's very derogatory. 
I mean, we shouldn't even be using that. So, uh, so back to saying the uh, 16th century. So I guess they were saying when they uh, abducted for the slaves that basically they were dead. They were dead people, I guess. Is dead. that kind of? In, in the term that they used it, us as black people were dead beneath what they had. Yeah, that's standard. So it, it's like, you know, like we say the term, man, you dead to me. That That's basically is... Once again, full circle history repeats itself. Repeats itself. Ah, that makes a whole lot of sense. I think, um, I guess I can elaborate on it. I, I don't know because a lot of brothers, they do it. You know, within common, just as a gesture, is a greeting, you know. You know, I, I think if the two people you got to understand and, and, they're, and, it's, and it's not offensive to them, it's just a word. But, of course, if it's somebody that um, that that's, that's going to get offended by it, then, of course, you don't want to offend someone. So, I mean, you wouldn't say it to that person unless you're trying to create a problem. But I think it's just a word. Uh, it does have a lot of meaning. Words got meanings. But it's what it's as you as a person and how you look at things. You know what I mean? You can be like, hey, it's just like, like a duck. You know, let the water just roll off your back. You know? Um, so, I mean, I, I can't say anything against it because I look at artists like N.W.A., you know, and they fought for, you know, be able to, you know, freedom of speech and things like that. And be able to say what they want to say to express themselves. Some people in their music, they use it to express how they feel. You know, not necessarily make a bad person because he says it, you know, but I mean, I can't really say I'm for it or against it. Because, like uh, Rob was saying, everybody got their own meaning uh, about it, too. Like me, my own concept is not my own, but I've learned from other people that meant uh, NIGGA was never ignorant, ignorant getting goals accomplished. It took it from a negative and turned it to a positive way of thinking. So it's all about it's just a word. It's a vocabulary. You can change that thing into whatever you want it to be. You know what I'm saying? But then it also goes to say they've changed the way it's spelled as well yeah. as opposed to some songs, if you listen to the older songs, mm-hmm. it's got E-R on the end, not A. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, I mean, it, it's like you turn a negative to a positive, but it's kind of like atoms. A negative going to attract the positive, but a positive will repel a negative. Yeah. So what what is it that you can really do with the word? Like, it, it's all the same of saying C and C. Okay. Two different words, two different meanings, but when it all boils down, it came from one word. So it's either going to be negative to you, or it's going to be positive to you, uh-huh. or as we said, it it all depends on the context that you use it. Because one word might have fifteen meanings, and you only know two, right? And they <laughs> might be calling you a color. Yeah, that's you know? true. Mm-hmm. That's trying uh-huh. to be derogatory towards you. Lane Alexander uh, chimed in. They said, shout out to the live, uh, by the way. Uh, We should call each other brother. When I do, people always change the initial vibe. I'm covered in tattoos. It's crazy seeing how much just saying brother instead of nigga automatically breaks down the stereotype from thug to man. I agree. I agree with that. That's an agreeable statement. Because, like, with me being on a bike set, mm-hmm. you know, you got some that come in, hey, what's up, my... And then you got us in the same rags or uh, affiliate rags 
Mm-hmm. We don't even use the word towards each other. So y'all call it's, each other brother. What's up, bro? Uh-huh. What's up, broski? What's up, brother? Mm-hmm. You know, is you can use that, but let's let's look at who really use it nowadays. Mm-hmm. If you ain't an eighties baby, you don't. You know, you you have yeah. no concept of living for real. Nineties babies, two thousands babies. That's all they know. Look at look at what they have to grow off of. When right. we was growing up, we had Sesame Street. Yeah, they mm-hmm. still got it, but how many people know what Channel 9 is? If it ain't Charter, Dish, Direct. Or a tablet you, or a PC. You yeah. you ain't got nothing. Mm-hmm. But I, I got a question. Um, do you think that it, it could be uh, something like a habit, become a habit? Because I say it a, lo- a lot, yeah. quite frankly. It's yeah. habit forming, but, you know, anybody that has ever just sat back, meditated, and studied things, how long does it take to break a habit? Uh, it take a while. A week, don't it? <laughs> no, sir. It takes two weeks to break a habit. Two Fourteen weeks. days without some and out of sight, out of mind. Okay. So, I mean, like, some people say they don't want to use the word. Then it's some people who who's cool with using the word. But that goes back to our each his own. Long as you don't take it out of context and you don't use it in the wrong fashion, then us as black people, we make it okay, which that's not a, a hall pass for it. Because once we okay it, it's like the political board. And at the top of it is Trump. Okay, we, we the board of directors. That's like saying, hey, I want to sell a cigarette to a six-year-old. Nah, that's bad. But let's do it anyway. Right, right. It's wrong all the way around the table. All opposed, no one says anything. Guess what? Now you got six and seven year olds running around smoking Smoking cigarettes cigarettes. because Trump, as the opposition to what we are, they like to see us knock each other down. Right. Hey, hold up, y'all. I think this is a first. We got a question, though. Uh, Shout out uh, Steve and George. Hey, shout out to everybody tuned in, but uh, shout out to uh, Steve and George. Elgin, I don't want to say your name wrong. He said, I'm a Caucasian. And he loves to play his guitar. He said, I want to play the cover by Crucial Conflict. And they say that, uh, hold up. Yeah, he want to do the hey. Hey in the middle of the ball, you know what I'm uh, saying? Oh, I know. Yeah. Okay. And I want to do it justice by not alter- altering the song. They say the N-word a few times. I don't feel comfortable saying it. What well, should I do? Well, guess what? When you get to that part, Steven... You play your guitar and you play that damn thing hard. Don't you say nothing. Don't open your mouth. <laughs> play music. You ain't but, but, but that's the th- but that's the thing. We can say it, but say if a person of another race says it, we get mad. But there's a double standard not in the it, use of that word. In the use it, of the N word, there's a and, double standard. And I feel you on that. There's a double standard. We don't but know is what there kind of audience wrong with it being a double standard. Everything is a double standard. Hey, guess yeah. what? I blew a tire yesterday. My double standard was I had to come off for over $200. I didn't want to do that. It's a double standard with everything. Yeah. So that means, in other words, to be safe, not to, you know, just play the guitar, like say, be, you know what I'm saying? Because, I he mean. He said, don't open your mouth. <laughs> but, I mean, like, I can't nope. really say it's yes. all the way a double standard because it depends on where it's coming from. You're coming from, you know, what it, the meaning. Because I don't want to say the wrong thing. Hey. But it's the meaning, you know, if, if a person of the opposite who came over with the word is an oppressor, 
Say it to the press. They're going, of course, it's going to be. Hey, you know what? I got one word. Not saying that nobody's a presser. I'm just saying. It's one word. Just one word for all of it. Subliminal. You break down that meaning. Uh You see everything that's been happening to us as a whole, not just black and white, Mexican, Hispanic. Use it as a whole. Yeah. Who actually came up with the chain of command? And if we gonna go full circle with it, most Caucasians are afraid to use that word. Because we're derived from. Exactly. It's derogatory in their book. They know it. But us as minority, not thinking above water, we always gonna damn me drown. Yeah. But taking it out of music, that's gonna be difficult because of the First Amendment. Freedom of speech. Freedom of speech. That's going to yeah. be difficult. Taking but it I, out of I, music, I, I that's right. going to be difficult. Right. Not only that, but record sales going to plummet like the stock market. That's right. I, I think it's wrong. I mean, it, I it, think it, it's, it's, totally it's so ingrained too. in hip-hop and rap music. I mean, if you take it out, then the record sales might plummet, or they might not. You never know. I, I think it would be wrong. But, but I you totally know. think it would be wrong for them to take that out of that, because you should not put a cleanse on somebody's creativity. It, right. That's, that's what, what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? But if you want to go to that, we can go back to the early 90s. Lil Wayne, how many cuss words did he say? How many times did he say the N-word? The Block is Hot album? Yeah. Not a cuss word, not an N-word. So it's not taken away from creativity. It actually shows creativity because if you can't think around one word, you don't need to create nothing but a box and go and lay in it. Yeah. But, but if they didn't want to express themselves, it's like saying, well, don't curse on your song. Okay, now in your songs. You somebody else yeah, that's exactly what I was about to say. Okay, now you guys have a new CD out. Yeah. yeah. Okay, did you all use any swear words? Did you use the N word at all? Uh, yeah, when, letters, when it. Actually, just, we used it at one when it, when it When it comes down the to context it, I'm it, one of them people okay. who use curse words and swear words now. When I first. When I was doing music, maybe I would say in the, about 2011 or something like that, I didn't curse at all. But I did curse in my regular life, maybe in the conversation. I curse like a sailor sometimes. Mm-hmm. But when you first put in our CD, man, the first words of the song is, I'm still that same nigga. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we ain't using it today. Oh, he just man. went hard. <laughs> well, look for real hey, though. Th- that, that's that's those what it's saying. Lyrics though. That's that's my yeah, lyrics that's and that's my expression. You know, artists do feel some type of way about it, but I'm not afraid to talk about it. I'm somebody who said, and I've always felt like it was a turn of endearment to a certain extent, but I also yeah. could, could see the negative impact that it may have depending on your voice. And yeah. I, I I decided to look it up. You know what I'm saying? I looked up nigga Wikipedia. Yeah. It says, in practice, the use of meaning is uh, heavily dependent on context. On context. Remember, that's what you was just saying, bro. So, I agree with it being on co- in context as far as it being erased from music. That is, like you said, I, you appreciate some music because it was actually a fight to even be able to, to say, say what you want to say in the first place. You know what I'm saying? So if you ask me, no, nah, I don't think it can be erased from music. But I think if we all stood together and actually 
all as one collective decided is the word is the word doing us any justice or is it or is it uh uh making a negative impact on us then that that's something for us to decide as a people man as morally you know what i'm saying like should we say this or not man you know what i'm saying because that's that's what it was but the you know the whole question came from shout out to miss april floyd and go buy her new book but she 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 asked me when I handed her her CD, and I and I and I felt I felt some type of way. I was like, she said, "Dude, is this going to have any swear words? Are you going to say the N word?" I said, and I was like, "Dang, yeah, I straight am." <laughs> like, but I, I want her, yeah, but I want her, I want her to still listen to it. I want her to listen to it though, because that's not what my my CD is not full of it. It's not a lot of derogatory. Everything if you listen to it in the whole, it got some message. Yeah, and it comes so, in a positive light. I mean, but you, a, I don't uh, want the N word to hold none of my art back. So that you know what I'm saying. So I got a question for you, Mr. Beats. So say Trump decides to get up in the morning and say, "You know what, guys? Uh-oh. No more N word. What you gonna do? Because that means your creativity is hit. How you gonna get around it? We gonna protest. It ain't no protesting when he didn't sign some. Well, you're still broke. I mean, you can't curse on the radio. Freedom of speech. You already First can't Amendment, curse on still, the radio. You still can protest. But you already can't curse on the radio. You can't. When can you, could you say creativity. the N word, though? I'm more like if if you use it as a, a racial. So somebody. As, as a, you know, saying in a racist way or Racial epithet. Yeah, it's context. wrong. Context. You know, it's like I said, context. But it's just using the word. It is a word. It is. Part of the vocabulary in the dictionary. It's been here since y'all just said 16th century. Hey, it ain't going nowhere. Hey, check this out. Check this if out. They might not say it. I hear somebody. They are gonna say it in the house. Whoever, mm-hmm. black, hey. white, Mexican. It's like race. when we were. Hey, I knew you was going there, and I knew you was gonna say that. Mm-hmm. And it says here presently, the word "in." I'm, I'm not gonna say it for the rest of this episode, <laughs> but I guess as soon as we cut it out, that never mind. Look, it's used. More liberally among younger members of all races mm-hmm. and ethnicities, minority in the United States, and probably abroad, because you know our music is not just here. They said, here. yeah, you know, everybody who is our favorite artist tour out of the country. Right. So the N word is not even just here; it's everywhere. It's everywhere. I so mean, what is so it's not just in the African American community that that's wrong, mm-hmm. but we right. always get the ones that get, you know. I hate to say it, boo boo don't, you know what I'm saying? Because everybody always pointed us like we lesser than, you know what I'm saying? But really, that's not all the way true. And like I said, around the world, you know, around the world, people use that word as, Facebook through influence through media and things like that. They get through listening to the music. Right. And, it, and and it make them, I mean, it bring, it actually bring people together. What's up? They, yep. they got a common ground that can say something right. to each other that everybody else can't say to each Yeah, some people use it's it as a means of friendship. It's still context, you know, different contexts and things like yeah, that. Yeah, my you even got white people who can say it to certain black people. My right, buddy. they say and it, they some people they, say it as a means of friendship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My buddy. Camaderie. What's up, my buddy? Hey, as a reply to you, um, Lane Alexander uh, said, definitely a double standard. Yeah. We slave at labor jobs because we don't know the tools to get money. While we Right, he was telling us to start our yeah, own Yeah, he agreed with what you were saying. But you, you know what? You know what's funny, though? Because I got a friend on my Facebook page. Shout out to Samaj. You know, it's funny. He just had a topic that he hit basically what we're on. But at the end of the day, you know, I tell 
a person the same thing. Don't Somebody, judge me. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Don't judge me. Who are you? you we know, also had someone yeah. who disagreed, though. Uh, ben Hazen, uh Austin. I'm sorry if I pronounced your name wrong. He said it's not a double standard because oppression and the history involved. I mean, that the word existed before that. It, it existed exists. before us, but Necro. us as black people in our culture, yeah. history behind how we got our culture and what we did to get our culture, what we do. Somebody if it don't work for it. us, mm-hmm. we change it. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a double standard. No matter how you look at it, it's always going to be one. It yeah. has always been one. It got it got to be a double standard because we don't want nobody else saying it. Right. That, exactly. We, we, we want to claim it for ourselves. This is our, our, word. our word. See, that's kind of how it got accepted. You like know FUBU, for us, by us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's true. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying, that when another person from another say culture it, says it, we're ready to attack them. Yeah. But when we say it. Yeah, people done got it, their head buzzed on that word. Yeah, but also people of our own culture got got, got killed over it. Right, yeah. so it's a dangerous word. It, if it's a context wrong. word. How is it a context word? Reason being, if a my n and I slap five, I'm I'm bringing peace with it. But then if I turn around five minutes later, you took my money, man. You in off in the f you up. You, it's a context word it's how you use it right yeah I think the word has uh, it has definitely evolved but that's why I like the word personally because it has a strong expression I don't like it from you know the the history of you know slavery and you know views as a derogatory statement but it's expressions like the MF you know different things which you could take out of context because what it really originates from you know what I'm saying but I, I mean a person like you that? okay so in your new CD no, uh, I can explain it your new because c- it came okay. back from okay, no. uh, African American okay now so, in your wait. new CD how many times oh, did you yeah, all use the n word I don't want to go in your, use, in your new uh, CD how many times I think did you only, use it we used it at once I time, said I it probably he said uh, it in the, uh, a lot the intro but that's what I'm saying but on Spoil on the Soil I I was like uh, I said in one of the parts ends of the on the block getting paid. Yeah, but you know, no, since we made. paid is a like a brother like hey brothers is coming up you know what yeah I'm saying? we need to refresh the essence of the grind any streets you gotta have spine mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying yeah so it I comes really to, like all right a, like he said he like, slapped five with it somebody. and bring peace we said and bring a message right right so, you know what I'm saying it is yeah. a context word. Now it's about refreshing the essence of the ground. Where bro, basically, what brothers were striving, you know what I'm saying? Striving we, together. We, we still striving. Man, we still striving, but no, I'm saying. Okay, you're an artist. Do you think that the N word should be taken out of music? No. I don't. If they're not, it, I mean, if you're saying it in a, you know, saying, I disagree with taking it out of music. It could be delivered messages in a positive way, a negative way. It's still, it's still a song. Okay, what still positive music. way can the N word like I say, when I said it in my song, you know, I, 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 I said it to reach brothers on the street, you know what I'm saying, that that's going through the struggle, you know what I'm saying, refresh the essence of the grind. And, you know, I'm, I'm reaching, if I say that word, it's going to reach a certain people, you know, it's a certain uh, category of, of people that's going to be like, hey. So I got a question. That, that You know, how can I explain this? Like, I, 
I mean, is it possible for the word to be used as a term of endearment? That's what I was using it for in my song. If we got it, I can play it. I, but uh, I'm saying that it's like okay, I'm on. You know, most people on the show. I'm trying not to say the word "in" is what I'm trying to. But what I was trying to do was yeah. what I'm saying is when I say that word, if you if basically you're on the street, you hang out on the street. When I see you, well, what's up? You know what I mean? Okay, this and that. So if I say that to certain type of people, like myself. Then they got I got their they got my attention when I hear it. Artists like Spice One, you know, so MCA, a lot of Tupac, you know what I'm saying? All those artists may say they got my attention. They reached a certain crowd all level of is what which, I'm saying. All of which went mainstream. But they all went mainstream in hood advocacy. Yeah, that's that's what I was kinda of saying. But going back to what you just said, you reaching a Certain level of people, you you just want to reach one level of people, now or do you want to spread your music to upper people? So you telling me with what you just said, uh-huh. you gonna walk up to a judge in the city courts and be like, "Hey, what's up, my nigga?" No, not going. No, 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 no. But at the same time, I hey, don't man. want the same judge. It's not hey, gonna rock. That word, hey, you use that word like 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 you wear casual clothes, man. No, I'm not trying to reach the judge. I'm making a point on I'm, what I'm, he I'm just said. I'm trying to reach the people on the common ground that I'm on. You know what I'm saying? But how do you know that judge isn't on common ground? Because that judge is gonna grasp the hold to it if if they are. If the knife is gonna shut away from, just like just like with NWA and them, the people was buying their CDs and breaking them. I remember that. I grew up in that area. You grew up in that area, too, back when I was there. But still, same time, they was buying these records. But eventually, it did make a, a crossover and, turn. And what Because happened? they kept it original. You know what I'm saying? And what happened with NWA? How much money did they lose? How much money did they spend to be able to use their freedom of speech? Which, at that point in time, we knew we had it. Mm-hmm. But it goes back to context. The way they were using it in the beginning. Yeah. Was derogatory. Yeah, that was just. Yeah. It goes back to being a context word. And you just said yourself, you're not going to walk up to a five star judge in gown and, and say it to him. No, I don't think you no, will. But, but no. that's out of context because I'm not going to. I'm, I'm so playing on the CD. If she go buy that CD. But how listen do you to it, know it, it's my creativity. It's like me drawing a painting. I ain't gonna go and just give everybody a painting. But how do they you know see the painting? What people level of people gonna gravitate to that painting if they like it? So if I'm standing from my standpoint, they gonna gravitate, gravitate. If they like it, they gonna gravitate to it. But so you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna choose my crowd. You're, my you're saying it to reach a certain certain. No, type I'm of just people. being me. I'm, well, I'm saying I'm being original. I'm just being me. On the record, I mean, it, and so it's the people that with like that it, then they they will they gonna gravitate to it. If they don't agree with it, they're not gonna buy it. I mean, right now, you ain't gonna make them buy it. I ain't gonna go up to, to hey man, you just got to buy this. I ain't gonna go to the judge. If I see the judge, I probably ain't gonna take her. Say, hey, buy the Miller Brothers, you got barrel there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But, but see, her, give but, free. What, yeah. same what thing I'm, with the word. What I'm trying you to know. point out to you is you say it's you're using it just to reach a certain type of people. You don't know what type of people they are. Hey, to be honest, when these lights go out, what color are we all? Dark. Dark. Exactly. I don't know if y'all well, white, I, black, Chinese, Hispanic, whatever, unless you open your mouth. Well, you know I love all of Totally, man. So do I. You, you I can't say it's just used to reach a certain type of people when a, a context word like that. Man, 
That word can be a noun, an adjective, a verb. It can be yeah, it can so be many things. Uh-huh. So just leave it as a context word. Don't try to reach just this group of people because you're using it. Because if you actually do your research on it, all minorities use that word. Yeah, I know a couple of Caucasians that I promise you, you talk to them on the phone, uh-huh. and you would think they they darker than me. Yeah. They darker than dark. But then when they walk up to handle business, mm-hmm. guess what? That darkening dark uh-huh. is lighter than light. So uh-huh. now, how you gonna approach that? Right, and then you don't really know what the darks the darkness is, and that because of exactly that because they yeah. got they 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 present a certain image, but they're behind closed doors, like so. Man, look that that word period yeah. is like the Bermuda Triangle. You will fall in, and we can argue all day about it, but. It's going to be right. what it's going to be, and people are going to use it how they're going to use it. But the question was, should we take it out of music? My opinion, it don't matter if we take it out of music because it's going to be like when we was growing up as four and five sneaking around saying it when it's all coming off of one word, subliminal. The more you teach, the more you preach, sometimes it's going to be the dumber you get because you're talking to a brick wall. Yeah. You know, everybody is going to do what they want to do. They're going to say what they want to say. But can you handle what they say? Right, right. So you I think the N-word mind. should be taken out of music? The N-word? Yeah. You're an artist. Do you think it should be? I, I honestly don't. I, I don't. Honestly, I don't. I'm not the type of person. I can't judge nobody else's music. Um, I'm saying no. I mean, I hate to say it. I mean, people feel a certain way about what it. Is but your I, opinion? I don't agree with taking it out of music. Well, what is your opinion I feel the same way. I wouldn't. Tr- I mean, I feel like just thinking about it. Maybe I could probably do it for myself and maybe for other reasons. But I don't like the reason I started back saying it is because I didn't want to be fake. I'm like, dang, I walk around saying this word all the mm-hmm. all day. <laughs> and then when I get on the track, but I guess that's actually part of your responsibility, though, to 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 use the word like a sword. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't be just pulling it out and just cutting everybody with it because everybody ain't ready to hear it. But at <laughs> the same time, that, yeah. as far as people art, let them express themselves how they gonna how they gonna express themselves. Um, but I will if, say, if I do if I'm saying it, I'm not saying it to reach a certain amount of people. I'm just saying it to express myself and how I want to talk. But because, in my daily living, I have to say I I, I, I will say yeah, it is I, a I responsibility with the word. So okay, I'm gonna say, should it be erased from music? No. Can we? Yes. And that's about it. But having it taken away, it, I mean, it's going to be difficult to take it out of music. That's censorship. That is... No, not enforcing it. Not right. enforcing that, that, it. That, I'm talking about just as, as, as a as culture, a as a group of people, as a... Uh, just in life. If you, I, I feel like it's possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If people, if I don't people see wanna, it anytime soon because wanna, it's too ingrained people, in our culture. Yeah, I, I love culture. It's too ingrained in our culture. Yeah, because guess what? I'm still gonna say it right now, you, yeah. I, you know, but I'm gonna think about it. I'm provoking thought, man. Maybe if I feel like you we know, can, it's, it's we can funny. work it out. So. It's fun. How do you feel, Kev? Should it be taken out of music? It's going to be difficult. Mm-hmm. So you do that. What you're doing is you are censoring that artist. Mm-hmm. You're censoring his creativity. So I I hate the word because we fought so hard to during the civil rights movement to stop using it in our vernacular, but 
it's going to be difficult because you try to tell an artist to not say this word or that word, you are stifling that artist's creativity and that he is, he is pretty much the, the First Amendment ha- allows him to use that word. I don't like it personally, but if you take it out of music, you're stifling the creative, creativity of that artist. That's, I agree. That's everybody like, needs uh, room to grow. Uh, and, and I want because I want people to take my music seriously, but don't let that word hinder them from listening to it. Sorry, bro. Uh, it is. I mean, I can't even talk about it for real on that level because my mixtape. <laughs> I listen to one of my songs and literally, <laughs> yeah, like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if people don't want to hear it in their music, guess what? Don't download it. Go to Walmart and Batch. You know they're going to sell you that censored version. Right, right. That somebody spent 13 hours on one song to take every cuss word, right. burp, slur, hey. word out of. Hey. And for you the artists that want that raw, they're going to get the raw, you know. You know, I encountered in one of my own songs 30 plus times. It was like, <laughs> oh, wow. Hey. Maybe I need to rewrite this, but that's how I was feeling at that time, which is like you said, creativity. Mm-hmm. You know, without creativity, hip hop is dead. Music is dead for real. Yeah. You know, we playing jazz right now. Some jazz is upbeat, make you want to get up and do the swing. Some jazz is downbeat, make you want to go and get your bottle. Right. But it's all about what you were thinking when you created that movement. Yeah. We're gonna wrap this up. So basically. Oh, so basically, you think that. Uh, <laughs> so basically, you think that it should not be taken out of music. In my opinion, you can't take it out. No, that's how, no, no. you're stifling that no. artist's cre- creativity. I mean that. That's why I asked the Miller. I can't. Brother, I can't tell the Miller can't. brothers what to write. But I know. I mean, that's it, their music. It, they do it's what all they about want. if you want to listen to it. Yeah. You know, we don't tell you as artists, period. We don't tell you, hey, listen to this song, and if you don't listen to it, I'm going to be at your house at 4 o'clock. Right. We don't tell you that. No. You know, we feel, as an artist myself, when I go and lay down something, it might not be 100% accurate, but that's what I'm feeling at that time, and somebody else might be feeling it. Yeah. So, perfect. You know, we, we can't. Stop what we do because one person don't like it. That's like saying one monkey gonna stop the whole Wrangling Brothers circus. <laughs> we got replacements, baby. Yeah, that's true. So maybe we'll talk about another time. Um, can the word be replaced? Yeah, but, right. eventually it will. But I'm ready to hear some jazz. Uh. Let's get to that. This is man. What you say is the Bermuda, 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 Bermuda Triangle of words you can fall on. into it and talk about it all day. But I you know, that. and uh, shout out Alante Lathan. They said OG speaking the truth. So yeah. he, he talked about somebody here. Everybody, oh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Except you. <laughs> hey, but now you know. I don't know if you got the memo, but we finna have a new, new. New show coming up, Mad Ass Mondays. So we're oh, gonna be shoot. able to touch on a whole lot of this. Uh oh. Yeah. Mad Ass Mondays. Yep. Yeah. I ain't mad at it. We gonna have it. <laughs> but right about now, we 
we're going to go ahead and get back to some of this here swing and jazz and see what we can come up with. Ooh, pour it up. Yeah, man. Middle time my coffee. Middle time is my coffee. <laughs> Still screaming, devil, get off me. Remember that, man. We play jazz on a Sunday, but still we give glory to God. Thank me. Thank him for waking me up. Hey, don't forget about the mothers. Uh, Happy Mother's Day. Yeah, I was just about to say, please, 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 please. Mothers, have a happy Mother's Day if you're a mother. And uh, condolences to everyone who don't have a mother. And I'm going to shoot it to Kev. You want to get back into the music? Here's music by local artist Chuck Flowers, and this is his reading of Peebo Bryson's Let the Feeling Flow. Chuck Flowers, a guy who was here in the studio about four weeks ago, this is his reading of Peebo Bryson's Let the Feeling Flow. Chuck Flowers on Jazz in the AM, on K J on Jazz in the AM, on K Jazz on My City My, my Music dot com.
That's the music of Chuck Flowers, the guy who was in the studio about four weeks ago with his reading of Peeble Bryson's Let the Feeling Flow. Chuck Flowers, he performs here in town at the Dark Room, and he has performed on stage with Peeble Bryson. He's also performed overseas in Italy. He has performed with Earth, Wind, and Fire. The guy's been around for quite some time. Here's music from Old Blue Eyes, Frank Sinatra with Come Fly With Me. Frank Sinatra on Jazz in the AM on KJazz on MyCityMyMusic.com. Come fly with me, let's fly, let's fly away. If you can use some exotic booze, there's a bar in far Bombay. Come fly with me, let's fly, let's fly away. Come fly with me, let's float down to Peru. In Lama Land, there's a one-man band, and he'll toot his flute for you. Come fly with me, let's take off in the blue. Once I get you up there Where the air is rarefied We'll just glide starry-eyed Once I get you up there I'll be holding you so near You may hear angels cheer Cause we're together Otherwise, it's such a lovely day Just say the words and we'll beat the birds down to Acapulco Bay It's perfect for a flying honeymoon, they say Come fly with me, let's fly, let's fly away Once I get you up there Where the air is rarefied We'll just glide starry-eyed Once I get you up there I'll be holding you so near You may hear angels cheer Cause we're together Weather-wise, it's such a lovely day You just say the words and we'll beat the birds Down to Acapulco Bay It's perfect for a flying honeymoon They say, come fly with me Let's fly, let's fly Pack up, let's fly away
That's the music of old Blue Eyes, Frank Sinatra with Come Fly With Me. Frank Sinatra, the founder of Reprise Records, featured singer for Tommy Dorsey's band. We're going to continue to give you some vocal jazz. Here's Tony Bennett, a man who is still singing in his 90s. Fly Me to the Moon, in other words. Here's Tony Bennett on Jazz in the AM on KJazz on MyCityMyMusic.com. Poets often use many words To say a simple thing It takes thought and time and rhyme To make a poem sing With music and words I've been playing For you I have written a song To be sure that you'll know what I'm saying I'll translate as I go along And let me play among the stars Let me see what spring is like On Jupiter and Mars In other words Hold my hand In other words Kiss me In other words, 
That's the music of a guy who was called the singing waiter, Tony Bennett, with Fly Me to the Moon in Other Words. What we're going to do right now, we're going to give you two versions of the same song. We're going to give you Frank McCone's version of Golden Lady, then we'll follow that up with Kurt Elding's version of the same song. This is a song that was done by the great Stevie Wonder. We're going to give you Frank McCone's version of Golden Lady, then we'll follow that up with Kurt Elding's version of the same song. Here's Frank McComb on Jazz in the AM on KJazz on MyCityMyMusic.com.
sunshine made the flower grow into a lovely smile that's blooming. And it's so clear to me that you're my dream come true. I'd like to go there 
Two versions of the same song, that is Kurt Elling's reading of Stevie Wonder's Golden Lady, and before that, you heard the same song by Frank McComb with Golden Lady. Frank McComb has been compared to Stevie Wonder and Donny Hathaway. We're going to end the set with the music of Grammy winner Gregory Porter. He's on his way to Harlem. Here's Gregory Porter on Jazz in the AM on KJazz on My City, MyMusic.com.
Wrapping up the set with music by Grammy winner Gregory Porter with a cut entitled On My Way to Harlem. Well, that wraps it up for this session of, of Jazz in the AM. Tune in every Sunday morning between the hours of 10 to 12 a.m. I'm your host, Kevin Lawrence, along with the Miller Brothers, where we do a little talking, play jazz, we do it all. And what we're going to be talking about next week, you don't, we don't know yet, do we? No, we don't, uh, no, we we, we we don't know, yet, man. We might, we might. What, what did I say? We might talk about um, what uh, shit. The, uh, I forgot. Okay, well, I know we're gonna have something. Well, we're gonna have something for y'all. We talk about anything. Okay, well, you guys think about that. I'm ready to head on out of here, and I hope you enjoyed the music and the banter. I know I enjoyed it. Well, tune in next Sunday to Jazz in the AM on KJazz on My City, MyMusic.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.